Hey, man. What's up? What's uh, up? <laughs> I don't know why. I like my voice did gave out, and it was like, uh, what's, up, bro? "What's up, man?" Uh, have you ever heard of Agent Garbo? Agent Garbo. Agent Garbo. Here's what this sounds like. This sounds like a pizza place. It's an off-brand Chuck E. Cheese. Okay, and their <laughs> mascot is like a secret agent, um, not mouse, but like. <laughs> You know, like a secret agent, like fluffy cat, <laughs> and he and he's on stage. He's like one of those robots. It's just like at the end of all of his exploits, he's got like a catchphrase where he just says his name, but he says it like this. He's like he's like Agent Garboa. <laughs> People are like, is it Garboa or is it Garbo? Well, I was gonna say his his uh his, Garbo. His little catch <laughs> song is "Go Go Agent Garbo," and he's getting sued over it. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else thinks it's theirs. Yeah, but like, they're like they can't find a court that's open because of COVID, so they've at least got another year. Yeah, they got some time. Yeah, too. they're just like, let's ride this out. Yeah, they're like, well, Agent Garbo, Agent Garbo. Yeah, and then people are like, dude, that pizza is Garbo for sure. <laughs> it does sound like a like a slang for, for it, garbage. It, I think it is actually a slang for garbage. This is Garbo. Dude, this pizza is so dry. Ugh. Ugh it's dry. This, it's this, Garbo. Oh, it's bone dry. Bone dry. Ah, Garbo pizza. Garbo. That's what it sounds like to me. Gar- Garbo's. That sounds oh, like that sounds is like that a pizza place. Agent, that sounds like a pizza place. Agent Garbo is what they call their delivery drivers. You know how like um, <laughs> Company, this is dude. I I'm so sorry if you listen to this podcast, but like just in general, not oh my for God. this moment. There, is there a pizza place called Garbo's? It's Springfield. I was like, that's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, that's what I was like. That's maybe that's why I was like, I feel like that's a real it's thing. A, it's in Chesterfield. Is it Garbo's? Yeah, Garbo's Pizzeria. Yeah, so it feels like they don't call their. It's, you know how like Starbucks calls their employees partners. And Chick-fil-A is like, no, 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 those are team members, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Garbo's, they're like, hey, how many employees do you have? Uh, we have zero employees and 17 agents. Uh, and you're like, okay, what a weird thing to say. But I'll, I'll, yeah, Garbo's, I knew it was like a pizza place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you said, when you added the S, I was like, gosh, that sounds so familiar. Yeah, Agent Garbo founded it. <laughs> Agent Garbo founded Garbo's in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah, he retired from the FBI. <laughs> Uh, no, which it, is the Federal Breadsticks Institute. <laughs> it's not even like the Federal <laughs> Yeah, dude. He's like <laughs> he loves Italian food. Oh my gosh. Carrie locked the door. Lock the front door. Pneumonia is coming. Hey, thanks for listening to and watching this podcast. I just wanted to take a quick second before we jump back into the episode to give you an update about this year and what we're going to do moving forward. So usually I do comedy shows and with that money is how I pay for these podcasts because these podcasts do cost money. They cost me money to host them on iTunes and Spotify uh, and we pay our editor Alex uh, per episode to be here and, and all of the money just makes this podcast better, right? 
Uh, and usually I'm doing enough comedy shows to pay for the podcast. That is not the case this year. I'm still paying out of pocket. We're not going to stop making episodes. I love doing this podcast. It's a passion project for all of us. Um, but I'm at, when you hear us mentioning Patreon or merchandise, uh, don't hear, oh, they want to make money. Um, here, we need money to make this podcast. And and this isn't like a desperate plea. This isn't like a pledge drive kind of situation. I'm just trying to tell you the reality of the situation is that uh, I just don't have money uh, to keep doing it. So uh, I am I am asking that if everybody who listens to this podcast, if all you had to do, if, if all you did was support on Patreon for two months, two months of supporting on Patreon, it's not a huge commitment. Um, one, you get all the behind-the-scenes content. You get that, that bonus stuff that comes with the Patreon uh, supportage supportage anyway uh but you also would help us just with that two months we could pay for the entire second half of this season just outright we could pay for it uh it would be a huge 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 help uh and it would just really make my entire life uh so thank you for considering it if you don't we're still gonna put episodes out but i would love for you to join us over there uh it's patreon.com slash jaron myers or you can go to tillon.com slash join it takes you the same place so Thank you. We're going to get back to this episode. I love you. God loves you. Let's keep making some dumb stuff. Uh, no, this is a guy named Juan Pujol Garcia. Okay. Um, born in uh, February 1912 to uh, his, his – uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not sure if it's his dad or his mom, um, but their name is – I'm sure he was born from his mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of interesting things in the story. One of them is that uh, he's the only person that's ever been given birth from his dad. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, his his mom or dad, I'm not sure which one, it's not clear, <laughs> was also named Juan Pujol. But the uh, the name is, so Juan's name is spelled like Juan. Juan. J-U-A-N, right? Mm-hmm. His mom's name is spelled, or dad, I don't, I'm not sure, is spelled J O O. A N. Oh, that's just Joan. Ah, <laughs> uh, but they're they're they. He's in Portugal. He's Portuguese. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so it's I, still won. 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 And wow, won. We and are, won. We're showing how Midwest <laughs> we are right now. <laughs> like he literally just chopped off the top letter, top of the second letter of her name, and that's like that's your name or his name. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, that's the most interesting thing about him. Uh, it's yeah. all down the hill from here. It's all uh, <laughs> down the hill. From, okay. No. It, it. So Juan or Agent Garbo is. So Juan is yes. Agent Garbo. Juan is but Agent Garbo's Garbo. not his name. Yeah, okay. Garbo is Juan. G A R B O and Garbo is <laughs> <was> his name. <laughs> <laughs> well, Juan Garbo. Uh, he's, he's no. Is his name? He's not Garbo. <laughs> I'm sorry, Agent Garbo. Juan Pujol Garcia. That's what's confusing. Is his that's what I was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Juan Garcia. Garcia. Juan Pujol Garcia. Sorry, he's it's hyphenated. Okay, it's not hyphenated. Fine. It's spacenated. Um, <laughs> Uh, I did not like that at all. He was he was a spy in World War II, um, who was kind of like you remember you remember in middle school when your parents would uh, leave the house for the day they'd be gone for like six hours and be like hey while you're gone we have a couple things we want you to do like just or while we're gone not while wait what did I say you said while we're gone okay while we're gone I was making the face because your parents your parents left you alone for six hours my parents did that but I would never imagine that your parents would do that oh yeah your mom locks the screen door (laughs) if we go out to the car to get something she's like no I'll lock the door behind you like I'm just going out to the car to get something she's like no I'll lock it behind you I mean a home invasion I'll wait here in seconds at any moment moment. (laughs) 323 in the afternoon (laughs) you never know 
while the others are out the car in the driveway. Who's the others? Let me just slip in. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a there's a there's like a cat burglar who's sitting in the bushes. And he's just waiting, and he sees the teenage son go out to the car, and he's like, "This is my moment. Now's my time." <laughs> yeah, I haven't burglarized this house because they're protected by a teenager. But now that he's out of the way. I was, that's what I was making the face for. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, no, but like, do your you, parents listen to this podcast? Uh, sometimes. Oh, cool. Um, but they probably listen to the pillow pet episode. <laughs> probably. Okay. I, I haven't said anything. Uh, <laughs> 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 but you, Terry, <laughs> Terry, lock the front door. He went out to the car. Terry, lock the door. I'm doing it, Tim. It's not even how your parents sound at all. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. It's a, such a terrible impression. Uh, uh, it's a bad Tim impression. I'll tell you that. Uh, so, so they go out out for the day. They're out for like six hours, maybe four. It is somewhere in that window, six to four. Okay. <laughs> somewhere out there. <laughs> they go out and they ask you to do like two things while you're gone. They're like, they're like, hey, put away the dishes yeah. and put your shoes away. Your shoes have been out by the front door for like days. Can you yeah. just do those two things while we're gone? Please. And you're like, you're like yeah, right. absolutely, mom. Uh, and then they leave and you spend the entire six hours they're gone creating this scenario that made it to where you didn't have to, like you couldn't have done the two small chores they asked you to do. Oh, you're like coming up with a lie? Yeah. You're yeah. just like, oh, like, yeah, this happened, and then like, you know. Like you like you like get the markers out, and you like color on the walls, and then like <laughs> like knock some chairs over, and mm-hmm. you take the vacuum, and you like empty the vacuum all over the living room. And See, you like, the fact that you're you like, saying these things, you, this is you, why I can't <laughs> imagine your parents left you alone for six hours. You set the front door I on fire. I can't imagine that your wife leaves you alone for six hours because like those are not ideas I had. You, you get the matches and set the front door on fire, but before you do, you get the hose. Just the spray front down, door? Spray down the carpet in front Stop. of the walls so that way the whole house doesn't burn, but just the front door. Do you remember, and uh, it's going to be a delicate story because we're both pretty well connected to this guy. Uh, do you remember when we went to a youth group and the carpet was wet and they were and we were like, what happened? And they were like, yeah, the youth pastor mopped the carpet because we're going to do sparklers inside and he didn't want the carpet to catch on fire. And we had to be like, that's not a good idea. That's not how that works. Yeah. Yeah, but then the like, youth leaders had to be like that. We weren't yeah, like that. We were, the we youth were leaders, like, oh, great idea. The youth leaders caught it. We were like, let's do it. <laughs> we we're like, oh, great idea. Let's yeah. see. Where are the sparklers at? Because youth pastors are the kind of people who's just like, let's get a live tiger. Let's and get a live and tiger. then you're left to the youth leaders to be like, can we hey, do something? Can, what if we didn't do that? What if we didn't? Literally the other day, we had those sternos that you use to like. like sternos. Hit. That's the competing pizza place in Springfield, <laughs> right? It's Garbo's and Sternos. No, those those things that you use to like heat catering, like you put under the catering. Mm-hmm. It's like just the little gel, but like cans that keep yeah stay on fire. I couldn't find our lighter at the church, so I <laughs> took our space heaters that we take outside and I turned them so on. So I was just on. out back with these little Sternos lighting my cigarette. Just <laughs> <laughs> how did I get the cigarette, dude? If I listen, no, 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 no. That I would be a <laughs> hilarious like a Borat bit or something. If you're at a wedding and you're trying to light a cigarette off the little off the lighter sterno. in the in the no, here's that's what I, hilarious. Here's what I literally did. I went into the storage room where we have our space heaters we use outside for events, uh-huh. and I <laughs> attached the propane tank, turned it on full blast so the flames would like pop out the sides of it inside, and like held the sterno up to it to get it to light. <laughs> Worked. I, I hope you mopped the carpet first. <laughs> 
Oh, but yeah, I'm not okay. done with this, this scenario. So, so you, you set that the front door on so fire. We are so far deep. <laughs> spray around it. Your mom comes home. Your parents come home. Your shoes are still by the front door, slightly singed from the fire. <laughs> <laughs> the dishes are all over the, the kitchen, and your parents are like, what happened? And you're like, I tried. I tried to put my shoes away. I tried to put the dishes away, but... <laughs> I tripped over the fire. But, but mom, Godzilla came oh. and <laughs> lit the front door on fire to to let the Mothman in, and so then the Mothman came in, and oh you know, you know, Moth, you know, Mothman or Mothman are you know the Mothman? <laughs> the Mothman are super dusty. Yeah. That's why there's They're, dust all over the place. The Mothman come in. They're part of the Mafia, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Mafia. The Mothmen are all over the place, and and then they 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 came in and they they like started knocking over everything, and they're like, "Hey, you want to see our art?" And I was like, "No, I want our you to art? leave our art." <laughs> what are you talking like, no, about? I told the mom, I was like, "No, I want you to leave." My mom said, "I can't have anyone over here, and I gotta put the dishes away." And and they were like, "Let's do art." And so they took the markers, they started drawing all over the walls, and I told them that was really bad art. Let's and do art. <laughs> Your art is really bad. Hey guys, but they do you want to do art? <laughs> and like earlier, you 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 stuck your hand on the table and were dropping bricks on your hand to get them really <laughs> bloody. <laughs> and like took took a raw chicken and hit yourself across the face with this raw chicken a few times. And you're like you're like that's why my hands are so bloody because when when I told them their art was bad, they started just mauling me inside to like fight for my life. Got my got bloody hands and they started hitting me in the face after my face is all red. And they they have raw chicken for hands, so it was like really ridiculous. <laughs> Chicken for hands, <laughs> and like, mom, I swear they left like seven minutes before you guys got here. You guys must have passed them on Parker Road. I swear, like it, they just missed them, and you still got grounded. <laughs> you remember that? I remember can't. when that happened in middle school? <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> and you like peek out the window, and Godzilla and the Mothman are over across the neighbor's fence, and they're like sitting there, they're like nodding their head, like giving you thumbs up with a stupid <laughs> grin on their Has face. Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Has that, has that ever happened to you before? <laughs> Is that, yeah. Do you really Do that? you remember that? Do you remember the Mafia? <laughs> the Mafia? <laughs> with the raw chicken hands. <laughs> okay. How does this relate at all? Well, this is what Juan was like. He <laughs> he created this giant story so that way he didn't have to do a little bit of work. Um, and he went deep. <laughs> he went, um, like, but this he, is during World War II. He just makes up a story? Yeah, he also kind of saved the world in the process. Oh, because he um, made up a story where he was like, listen, the Nazis are killing people. Yeah. And they were like, oh, okay. And then he turned out to like, he, like, <laughs> he finds out, he's like, Oh, I thought. Oh, like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, oh, the yeah. Mafia I has a real told thing? you. I to- <laughs> see. I told you. I told you they were bad. I told you. Have you seen? Have you seen? Uh, uh, Jingle All the Way. We talked about this. Yes, it's our favorite Christmas movie. It's my favorite Christmas movie. Okay. Is it yours? Yeah. You seem to not. Why like did it. you? I I feel like you made fun of me for it being my favorite. No, no, no. I made fun of you for it. Currently being your favorite Christmas movie, it is currently my it, favorite. Christmas it was movie. my it was it was our favorite until I was like you know seven. Oh, it's still my favorite. It's that scene where Sinbad is like he's like, he's like first he's of like, all this is a homemade explosive device, and right, and then it blows up and he's like that was really a bomb. This is a sick world we're living in. Sick world. <laughs> That's Juan. Okay, so Juan Pujol Garcia. Yeah, so he was he was born in 1912. 1912 in February to and, his mom. Yes. And 
he made up a story in World War II. Yeah, so he, here's what happened. He got involved in the Spanish Civil War, um, was a part of it for a little bit, and then realized, um, he's like, he's like, I really disagree with my side of this war. So he switched sides, and uh, when he switched sides to the Nationalists, he was like, he's like, you know what? He's like, I don't disagree with my side of the war. He's like, I just really don't like war. This kind of sucks. And so then he quit, and he told and he them, wrote that song. <laughs> What's the song? War! <laughs> dun, dun, dun. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Do it again, y'all. War! Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. That's why I said that's, uh, that's why I said what's up the way I did at the beginning. Because <laughs> I was singing You've been war. practicing for war. Uh, yeah, so, but not for like, you know, some people are training for war and I'm training for war. The song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so he, he left and he... Uh, discharged, and the reason why he said that he needed to leave was he's like he's like I just don't uh, uh, have the qualities that make for a good soldier, and they're like, well, like what? He's like honor. He's like I'm very dishonorable. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're like, oh, what, what qualities are you missing? Well, uh, first of all, <laughs> let's see. I think my biggest weakness is actual weaknesses. Um, I got them all. Name dude, a weakness, you went to a, I got you went to a job interview. <laughs> And they were like, what are your biggest weaknesses? Well, I don't show up on time. Uh, I actually don't care about any of this stuff. Uh, Pretty I dishonorable. Forgot your name after you told me, and I don't want to be here. And I honestly couldn't care what your name is. So. Yeah, and honestly, like... Six months ago, I was fighting for the other side. I just got tired of them and came to your side. I'm bored. <laughs> oh. uh, war? <laughs> what is it good for? So, yes, yeah, so he left. Absolutely boring. <laughs> He's just, I hate it. I hate me. I hate you. You know, I really thought my angst was was geared toward the other side, and then it wasn't. I went to the other side, and what I really found out was the angst was toward myself the whole time. Yeah. So I need to, I need to find a shrink and get out of this war. And so that's what he did. And they were like, "Okay." They're like, "Yeah, you need to. You need some help." And so they they let him go. Uh, and a few years, he went on with his life. Had a normal life for a few years, and then uh, at the beginning of World War II, he found out about the Nazis, and he was like, "Those guys suck." And oh, this <laughs> is real. He did. He did like try to expose the Nazis. Yeah. So he found out about the Nazis. He's like, "These guys suck," and he's like, yeah. he's like, "I feel like I need to do something to stop them." And he's like, "What am I good at?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, lying." And so he's like, oh. <laughs> oh yes, my talents, dishonor, <laughs> <laughs> top of the list. <laughs> So he goes, and he goes uh, to Great Britain, which he's mm -hmm. not a part of the country. At all. And he applies for a job. Where's he from again? Say again? Portugal. Portugal. Uh, he applies for a job as an entry-level spy, um, and they wanted him to have more experience. They didn't hire him. And he's like, he's like, your zip recruiter thinks at entry level. You shouldn't say that if you wanted me to have experience. Yeah. How am I supposed to get experience <laughs> if you won't hire me? <laughs> you know, like, do I have to get a master's degree? <clears throat> yeah. What do you What do you expect uh, me to do? It feels like the system's rigged against me, honestly. <laughs> So he applies three times for a job as a spy in Great Britain, and they turn him down all three times um, until eventually he's like, whatever, I'm just going to do it myself. And so I, he that's goes, what I was thinking. Like, eventually <laughs> you're going to wake up one day and be like, I'm a spy. Yeah, he just becomes a freelance spy. Yeah. Uh, and he just go, he just starts going and just feeding Germany lies. Freelance spy <laughs> is, is the best. <laughs> he's like at Starbucks, and it's like, it's like, hey, man, what are you doing? I'm just working on my book. Just, you know. I'm, I'm writing a memoir. Whatever. Another guy's like, on the oh, hustle. I'm, I work on in marketing. I'm, I'm working for this project. Oh, Entrepreneur. Yeah. I'm just lying to Germany. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just gaslighting Germany. It's fine. <laughs> 
Yeah, hanging out with my buddy Hitler. <laughs> so he got in with the Germans, uh, and the way he did with that is he he faked a uh, a passport, and he was like he's like look what I'm good at, and the Germans were like yeah that, you did a really good job at that. Wait, and he was like this is fake, <laughs> and they were like no we know, and he's like but it's it's pretty convincing it's though, pretty convincing. and they were like. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it is pretty convincing. He's like, you should hire he's like, me. He's like, I'm going to go do this. He's like, I'm going to go to Britain, and I'm going to get you information. I'm going to send it to you. And so they're like, okay. Oh, nice. And so he like, became almost a double agent, and he just started sending them fake information littered with the occasional true information that was information he got from the news and, <laughs> and movies. But he would just postmark it before the article came out and just pretend it was late in the mail. And then be like, see, look what I, and then they would come out in the news and they'd be like, oh my gosh, he knew this guy's a big asset. Like he's, he's so smart. He knows things before they happen. (laughs) And so the Germans loved him. Uh, Meanwhile, Great Britain starts intercepting their correspondences. Right. And they're like, we need to find this guy. They're like, this guy needs to become one of ours. (laughs) (laughs) You work your way into the job. Honestly, this guy's living the American dream. So eventually, Great Britain finds him and is like, move to Great Britain. And he's like, remember that time I tried and you guys turned me down three times? No, like, we don't remember any of that. <laughs> We've so, never talked to you before. So he eventually agrees. They move him to Great Britain. They give him the the name Agent Garbo because Garbo was the last name of, at the time, the best actress in the world. And they're like, you're the best actor in the world. So we're going to call you Garbo. Agent Garbo. Uh, And so he became this sort of double agent where uh, uh, now they would actually, uh, MI5 was the organization he worked under in Great Britain. They're like similar to CIA. Um, They would just feed him true information that was of very little significance to ship to Germany. And then a bunch of false information. Tell them our favorite color is blue. <laughs> it's true. It's not really the significant, but like, kind of put it in there, you know. And then we're gonna come out with our new uniforms next year, and Germany's gonna be like, "What? what? He called it." <laughs> yeah, so that's he, crazy. He One. Starts, <laughs> he starts doing spy things, sending all this spy information, um, and so he starts, he starts really, doing <laughs> spying. Here's the thing, though. Uh, it, through all of this, so uh, the whole time he's on Great Britain's side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. And so yeah. he's trying to trick Germany um, because he just he just hates Germany. Um, here's the catch. Through this whole beginning section of mm-hmm. all of this, up until he moves to Great Britain, he is talking to Germany and even Great Britain in, in the early days of his career with Great Britain. And he's convincing them he's traveling all over Europe and he's got this ring of, I think it was like 35 spies that he had built up and built these giant, like full life stories for. None of it's true. He literally never left his house. Um, but in the story, he was able through watching just the news and movies to create this convincing storyline of his travels and exploits throughout Europe and all these different spies he recruited. Dude, this would be so much easier back then, though, because there's no verifiable way to know you were there. That's true. Now, I mean, like, I think about this all the time, and that's going to sound pretty rough, but I mean, like, I think about how easy it was to get away with murder. Yeah. You know, this yeah. <laughs> it's so easy. hear me when I say I it's think so about it all the time. I mean, like I have watched I about, documentaries. Man, I could have done that. I, <laughs> shut up. I knew as soon as I said, it, I was like, this isn't going to come out right. But no, but I think about like how now you, you can't even like get off the grid. True. You know, true, like true. you try to disappear. It's tough. It's really hard to do that. Very tough. So, I mean, for a long period of time, mm-hmm. but dads used to be able to just walk away from their, like literally walk away and from just the disappear family and then yeah. just never come back, yep, you know? Yep. So, uh, 
Yeah. So, I mean, this would be easier then because you can just make up this whole story and there's no way for the Germans to be like, well, let's check out your cell phone records and figure out where you were. Mm -hmm. There's no way to verify it. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Anyway. So he's just going around making all this stuff up, made up like literally a fake life story for his like 20 some odd uh, operatives that he had under his pool. And what he would do um, is he took those operatives with him, those fake operatives with him when he joined MI15. Um, or MI5, and what he would do is he would like, be like, okay, we'll have this fake operative break this story. We'll give that story to the Germans, and he's like, and then you send something to the local news to put his obituary in the news after we send that. So that way they're like, oh my gosh, he got killed exploiting this for the Britain, for Great Britain, you know? They got him. So basically, this guy was like, okay, here's how we're going to win World War II. Have you guys seen the show Big Brother? <laughs> because I've got a good strategy here. <laughs> We're going to form a mega alliance. And so they did. They actually started. They called it the, the XX Committee. Oh, I thought um, you were going to say they, they called it. Um, oh, man. Now my mind's blanking. What the actual. It actually went. It was the 20 Committee. In, the world, was, in world War II, what was the actual, you know. The powers, SS? No, the powers called. Wow, oh, man. the Axis and the yes, Allies. Yes, the Allies. <laughs> they called the Allies. The Allies. <laughs> the Alliance. Alliance. Let's call this ally, the Alliance, the Allies. <laughs> I was trying to get there, but my brain just... Has that happened to you this year? This is real. Um, my brain, and I don't know if it's because we just haven't been socializing as much or if it's because I've just been in my apartment all the time. My brain can't get words as easy this yeah. year. Yeah. I was talking to somebody at Starbucks the other day, about it, and they said that they related to this. But like, I'll, I'll... Know that I want to say something very specifically, mm-hmm. um, but my I can't connect Your the words that I out. want to use to make it as coherent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. I, my brain, I do that all the time right now, and I don't know. That's interesting. Did that happen to you at all this year? You're probably around more people because you have a job. Yeah, you yeah. know. But I mean, it has happened to me though. You know what else has happened to me? <laughs> the Mothman. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so so Jesus, connecting to that, he literally strength. he he wrote over three hundred and fifteen letters, averaging two thousand words a piece uh, in this time, but pre getting hired by Great Britain, just making stuff up. Is so he that way he could paid by Great Britain spy. for this? Yeah. So all along, all along, he is um, making expense reports, writing expense reports. And here's the here's the problem with with his expense reports. He was he lived in Portugal, uh, and he was making the expense reports for Great Britain. He was shipping them off to Great Britain. Um, but the problem was he knew nothing about Great Britain's currency. <laughs> and also, Portugal's exchange to Great Britain is very complicated because the way they set up their decimal systems, they just don't don't uh, work well together. And so it was consistently super wrong, his expense reports were consistently – and he was, like, forging receipts to make it work. Yeah. They thought he was in London, too. And so he had to forge fake receipts and transfer the currency to get the reimbursements. But And it was consistently wrong. And still, Great Britain was like, yeah, this is legit. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so they started. They called it the the twenty committee, uh, but the twenty was the XX in um, Roman numerals, uh, and the reason for that is double cross was the idea, which I was like, that's pretty cool. Pretty oh yeah, it's good marketing. It's pretty pretty cool. Name. <clears throat> Their website's gonna be great. Their website's gonna be super cool. Yeah. So and so the way he kept the Germans believing he, that he actually had access to all this insane information that he shouldn't have access to is he had this giant ring of spies that. So he's just getting. 
<clears throat> so he's not actually getting any secrets from Great Britain. Well, he he's, is. He's getting secrets. Here's the secrets. He's, he's getting, getting non-consequential sequences. Right, secrets. Secrets. Yeah. So right? he's, he's feeding them lies, non-consequential things, or things that have already happened, and they're postmarking. Right. Them after. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he's not getting any actual like compromising intel, mm -hmm. but he's getting enough real things and then making up compromising intel mm -hmm. and feeding that to Germany. Mm -hmm. Got mm -hmm. it. And and on on one on one such case, he did that that same thing where he. He shipped it off, and it pretended it was like two days late, but he shipped it before right. it happened. And so they got that news, and Germany got it, and they they sent him a, 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 a letter how, back. Yeah, I mean, I, th that's n completely impossible. It's like when people change the mm. you know timestamp of their Facebook posts or whatever. Yeah. It's still verifiable that that didn't happen. I guess with the mail system, it is possible it is to receive possible. something. Yeah, and just be like, "Oh, I got lost in the mail. It's a little late in the mail." Especially back then, in the middle of the war, like. But I just feel like different I don't know. line enemy. The you want to think you know? that people who are able to build an empire that <laughs> smarter than that. Exactly. I mean, really, yeah, it's kind of like real. what we talked about before, where I'm like, I want to be catfish just to know if I'm dumb enough. <laughs> like you've got to, at a certain point, know like. Yeah. I don't know. We're getting a lot of information that we already knew. <laughs> But it's, you know, interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so he actually, um, on that case, they, they wrote him back and they said, wow, this is this is incredible information. Thanks for sending this to us. If only we could have got it sooner. Um, mm. And they awarded him the Iron Cross, which was their highest honor that they could award anybody in in Germany at the time. Yeah. Uh, and so <laughs> for his, his German war effort. <laughs> And it was a lie. It was a lie. The this guy, happened, and he's like, he's like, okay, basically, listen, what they're he's do. doing what I want to do with my whole life, but he's <laughs> doing it to like national powers. I yes. just want to get yes. fake degrees from colleges, <laughs> and this guy is like, I want to receive the highest yeah. medal from the worst people in the world. Yes, yes, um, phenomenal. <laughs> this guy's a hero to me for real. Uh, and so he's doing this all war long. Feeding them information. All war long. All, what a all thing. war long. Oh, is that happening? That's all war long. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, I took. <laughs> man, I, you wouldn't believe how long that took me to complete. I was working on this painting all war long. <laughs> um, and so he had, uh, I I want to find, throughout the course of the war. So he was also, also sending his expense reports to the Germans. Yeah, he's just double dipping double for dipping. sure. Obviously. And so, uh, and he's not just sending him for, so for the Britons, they obviously know that all his agents are false. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the oh, he's, Germans he's don't. getting money for like all 20 of those agents. Mm -hmm. I he had 27 love agents. this guy and he's sending them. Expensive he's like, listen, reports. you guys got to pay all of these agents and they're like, we'll do it. This is great. Mm -hmm. And so, uh. so, so they don't even know like they're they think uh, they're just getting man. This is so risky, though, because all it takes is if, if they do figure it out, you are literally you're murdered in yeah. public. Totally, totally. Yeah, um, they paid super him. dangerous. Germany paid him through his 27 fake characters um, thinking they were paying his all his agents for expenses. Uh, what totaled a US dollar three hundred forty thousand dollars at the time. Um, so a ton of money. Yeah, uh, and Britain was also paying him. So this guy's making tons of money, making this crazy lie to really two countries. I mean, Britain caught on; uh, the right. Nazis didn't. <laughs> but uh, probably the most impressive thing that he was a part of was Operation Fortitude. Have you heard of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the game that all the kids play. <laughs> they got the Fortitude dances. Yeah. The <laughs> or what is it? Win winner, winner, chicken fingers. 
Yes. It's winner, winner, chicken dinner. I know you don't play the game. It's fine. Uh, well, I, I don't think winner, winner, chicken dinner is a Fortnite thing. Well, it's not, but it is now. You know, oh, okay. you know, it's kind of like how my grandma told me that I came up with Nana 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 Boo Boo, uh, and I thought it was my thing. Every time somebody said it, I was like, you know, I came up with that. <laughs> I was like six. I was the worst. Did you know kid. that I created the French horn in my head? This is real. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I drew one, and then one day I saw a picture of a French horn, and I was like, I've. I've drawn that before. I've made that. That's a real thing. I thought I, I thought I made it up. You, it's prophecy. It's called prophecy. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you gotta get. I think what I did actually was I drew a picture of a French horn. My grandma post dated it three days earlier, <laughs> and then someone created the French horn, and I just thought, oh, I did it. I I did that, and then I sent an invoice. <laughs> <laughs> and to they paid every you. orchestra, <laughs> You're like, hey, and I got paid hey, a total. Mean, it would total now. It would total three hundred and forty dollars. Dollars, <laughs> ten dollars and eighteen cents. <laughs> I, dude, I made tens of dollars on that. <laughs> tens of dollars. <laughs> That's one of my favorite bits when I do shows that are small. Yeah, I'll be yeah, like, yeah. I can't believe I get to perform for tens of people. <laughs> This is how people react to it. They don't laugh out loud. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so Operation Fortitude was a military deception operation that happened in 1944 where the Allies uh, tricked the uh, Axis that they were going to invade um, uh, the country in like 30 different places when really they were just going to invade the beaches of Normandy. Um, Right. And so they knew... Their their plan was to move millions of soldiers in to Europe, uh, into like mainland Europe, and all of their equipment and gear. And they knew they're like, "There's no way we're going to move that much in and not get noticed." Like that's a that's a ton. Totally right. Uh, and so like we we have to do something to get them off of our backs here. So what they did is they 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 made up this massive lie um, that there was like I think it was twelve or thirteen beaches they were going to invade. And so then it would disperse their fortifications across all these beaches, right. and then they would take Normandy, which they told them they, which they pretended they weren't going to invade, and then they they made, they convinced them that that was like their like their secret, like oh we're gonna invade Normandy, and then they're like hi we got you over here, uh, right yeah right, right but the way they did it um, is something that uh, is probably that's probably a good gameplay though is to look at your enemy and be like we're going to invade Normandy. <laughs> And they're and like, like ha, they're like, uh, okay, okay, <laughs> all right. And they go back and they're like, listen, they told us they're gonna invade, so let's just secure all the beaches. <laughs> but right, like, let's have a few people in Normandy. But there's I mean, no way they're gonna do what no they way told. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then as they run the beach, they're just like dishonor. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what they did. They knew they were like, they're like, okay, now we have to make it seem like we are prepping to invade all these beaches. So they set up these outposts that are strategically located where they could access those beaches they were pretending to invade soon. And what they did is they hired a bunch of people from Hollywood to create sets of their their their, their outposts. And so they made inflatable tanks, like balloon tanks. They got the balloon animal guy just made a bunch of tanks. You know how you do that? What do you guys... What do you guys call that... um, (laughs) That parade you do on... This is more Australian than anything, but whatever. I'm pretty good Australian accent. I can't do a British one. Anyway, what do you guys call that parade you do on uh, uh, Thanksgiving? 
Because they don't have Thanksgiving. They That's an American thing. Yeah. You guys do some stupid like <laughs> some stupid Thanksgiver Day or something like that. Yeah, okay. It's like, oh, and you guys got those like, like floating. Laces. Okay. Can you make? Uh, can you make one of those floats? Just look like intimidating. Like yeah, a, like all your all your floats are like ha. We want one that's like, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Does this make sense to you, stupid Americans? Does this make sense? I don't know. We don't know how to talk. I don't know if you get this. Does this. Do you know how to make a float? I don't know how to talk your language. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so they made all these inflatable <laughs> tanks, and I just I gotta show a picture of this. We'll put this up on the screen. Uh, it's the funniest looking thing in the world because I mean they're pretty believable. This looks tanks. like okay. So here's the thing about this tank <laughs> is that it looks like what you would get at a youth group event. Like you get like you know like kids are gonna stand yeah. on top of it and they're gonna do the whole bah, bah, bah yeah they got the the joust thing because it doesn't look real. Like, oh yeah, from, it's a, a tank. from a distance I could see how yeah, maybe. So, I mean, but now idea. is it black and white or is it, uh, <laughs> it is, it is, is it color? If it's just a gray tank, <laughs> my my dream is that somewhere along the line, someone accidentally filled it with helium, and this tank just. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine? Because at that point, like that's not happening in the war, right? They're like, oh my god, they can fly tanks now. We're screwed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, some people are freaking out about. Juan didn't tell us this at all. Juan, what do you know about the floating tanks? Juan, why didn't you warn us about the floating tanks? The float tanks. The float tanks. So, yeah. So, Hollywood built this giant set with these inflatable tanks. They built uh, fake planes. Uh, they built fake. That's why there's so many World War II movies. They were like, listen, we've got to <laughs> use got these all props. Of this. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they they uh, and, and like they built the giant like uh, aircraft carriers that they put on the water. They built the outposts. They even got mannequins of soldiers and just lined up mannequins upon mannequins of soldiers out here. So that way, when recon planes flew over, they'd be like, "Oh my gosh, they have millions of soldiers getting ready to invade at this outpost." Wow! Um, and so they they set it up, and all the while Garbo is telling them, "Hey, look, listen." Uh, I know all your radio chatter. You're hearing hearing Normandy. You're hearing everybody talk about Normandy. He's like, this is intentional. That is them trying to trick you, get you off the off the scent. They're not going to invade Normandy. Yeah. They're going to invade this place, this place, and this place. So send all your fortifications there. And so he gets them to move everybody there. They kept a little bit because they were there was one like, guy. Uh, there was one guy who was skeptical. There was one guy yeah. who was like, who's like, guys, guys, this is there's, there's no way. Need and so they left some some of their their defenses there, but they sent the rest of them out to all these different other beaches. And what he did is when the storming of the beaches Normandy started, he sent like a, uh, what do you call that? I'm drawing a blank right now. Here's that same situation mm-hmm. where you, it's like, Oh yeah. A text message. <laughs> Yeah, so he sent them a text. <laughs> it's a telegraph? Like, yeah, no. Telegram. No, that's not what it's called. It's a, a uh, uh, Morse code. Morse code. Yeah, so he sent them a message on Morse Which on is the a Morse. Telegraph. On on the Morse. Am I yeah, wrong? I think Alex? it is a telegraph. I think you're right. Telegraph. It's a Morse. What, it's a Sarah, Morse. He sent them a you, morsel. There's nobody else here. Do we have a whole here. team of interns? You can't talk about them like that. Gosh dang it. Well, hey, I think that you're people. How about that? <laughs> I think you're a real per- you're a real person and you're a real person. I'm sorry that Tim said that. I can't have. I'm sorry, but it's a telegraph, right? Okay, telegraph. Okay. okay. You said telegram. Okay. All right. While we're while we're uh, doing this, I just want. I found this. While we're while we're while we're uh, while we're. Uh, 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 I found another picture. Okay. Look. Found it's, an, it's a telegram. You get it? It was Morse code. I get it. Okay. I found another picture of one of their inflatable tanks where the gun is inflated. 
just this droopy tank cannon. <laughs> it's, the, it's the over the shoulder. <laughs> He's got it. Got the. <laughs> I don't like that you said droopy. It's like elephant on the tank. <laughs> oh man, what a mess! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's the over the shoulder, just carrying yeah. this. <laughs> they have them in museums too now. Oh jeez! <laughs> it's shiny. It's a t- it's it's a balloon. This is the clown at your birthday party made this. I want that to. He's <laughs> like he's like yeah you guys want to take all right I got gotcha. you. So it's like three a.m. and he sends the Germans a telegraph. He's like he's like yeah. you up, um and they weren't you up. <laughs> no, but for real, he sent them this- you up red twelve forty five a.m. <laughs> No, he's straight up. He's straight up. He sends them a message at, at like 3 a.m. And he's like, he's like, change of plans. They're doing Normandy. He's like, he's like, he's like, get everybody over there as fast as you can. And he's like, but they didn't get it. They were, they were all asleep. So they woke up in the morning. They sent a response back at like 8.45. Meanwhile, the storming of the beaches of Normandy is so, well underway. Wait, he said they're yeah. going to come for Normandy? Yeah. So, it, so he crossed. Sort of. So here's what he did. They came back at like 8 a.m. And they're like, they're like, oh, no, we didn't see this until just now. And at, Meanwhile, the storming has already happened. Like, it's well underway. Right. There's nothing they can do about it. And so he's like... So he was just covering his tracks. Yeah, so they come back, and they're, they're like, oh my gosh, we just saw this. We're going to get there as fast as we can. He's like, he's like, it's too late. It's already over. He's like, I cannot deal with your incompetence any longer. And he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like if I'm going to be out here risking my butt to, to be helping you, you guys got to be ready on, on a moment's notice because things like this can change. And so he basically He said that to them? Up. Yeah. So he basically... He said that. He said, if I'm out here risking my butt... <laughs> <laughs> Just want to make sure I get That's the terminology right. He was like, <laughs> "What is butt in Morse code? Can we put that over, please? What is butt in Morse code?" <laughs> I just love that he had some restraint because he could have said a cuss word, you know, but he said, but Button Morse code. <laughs> like guys, he's out there risking his butt. <laughs> we can't. We can't do anything. He's out there risking his butt. Come on, guys. <laughs> so yeah, he basically he basically like goes off on them for not being ready, and they're like, yeah, we should have been. Like we get it, yeah. And so, like, he covered his tracks by doing that. Yeah, um, he covered his butt, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And so he was like, he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah. They changed their mind. None of the other invasions are happening. They moved all their forces right there. And so that's yeah. they, they all last second were like, we're all going to Normandy. And so, and that's a leading reason why. I mean, Normandy was probably one of the most devi- decisive victories right. in military history. Right. Um. And it was, I mean, it was very bloody. Lots of people lost their lives there, but it could have been a lot worse. If had, this hadn't, yeah. Yeah, had they not done Operation Fortitude. Wow. And Garbo went and tricked the Germans into thinking they were going all over the place. Yeah. And so. And in return, the uh, Great Britain gave him some, you know, some money, but they also let him keep a lot of those uh, blow up dolls. <laughs> 
a lot of those like because he was like guys I live alone and I got these 27 personalities I sure would love they some mannequins him, they give him a mannequin for each yeah. fake spy they were like here's all your fake spies and you can have a tank too if you want one he's got like an elevator in his closet that goes down into this basement where it's just this massive okay. cave so he's got an with, elevator with each with each mannequin behind you this think glass he's got an Iron like, Man closet <laughs> I mean, the, Brit- the British were like, let's take this guy up. We got to give him. He's got to remember his glory days. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he sometimes at parties, he takes his friends down here. He's like, you guys want to see all my spies? <laughs> and they're like, and they're like, excuse me, what? Well, he's like, just follow me to this elevator. <laughs> and they're like, okay. <laughs> this is a closet. And he's like, he's like, yeah, pull he's that like, coat. There's <laughs> a secret elevator. Not even just an elevator. This guy's got a secret <laughs> elevator. And the, the the it's not even like it opens the door. It just the the closet just goes down, and he's just like, "Whoa, where are we going?" And it's like, "I told you, my spies." And it's just a bunch of inflatable people. And it's like a long elevator. It's a long. It's, a it's long like drop. a long time. It's, it's like an awkward drop. silence in the elevator yeah. ride down. They're like, they're like this is. They kind of like look at each other with that look. They're like, they're like "We're getting murdered." Like, what's right? happening? Yeah, we're. Murdered? This is where it yeah. ends, right? And it's like it's like man, I uh, I got place. I need to go. I've got a, I got a, I I he's left like, the I stove we're on. There. Like he's just like he's like he's like shut up, shut up. Hey. We're almost there. We're almost there. <laughs> he's like very serious. <laughs> Hold on, keep doing it. Keep. <laughs> Keep doing it, and then they they get to the bottom of the of the elevator and it dings. <laughs> You're gonna do it. <laughs> I knew you were gonna pull up the elevator ding. I was figuring out how to work the buttons and do it. Like he walks in, there's the elevator buttons, and it's like. Did he just? Did he just, did he just type butt, butt, right? He typed butt, <laughs> he typed right? Butt, right? <laughs> I'm not he the typed, only one who caught I mean, that. I don't, I don't know if I I'm know not, Morse code, I guess. But I'm, but I'm, I'm pretty but sure that was butt. But that was butt. <laughs> We're going to my butt layer. <laughs> my, uh, I was going to say butt bunker. It my feels butt worse. <laughs> it feels way worse. My, I don't my know. My butt bottoms. Ew. <laughs> Oh gosh! Here's this my butt got out of hand. Uh, uh, <laughs> this got uh, out of raw chicken hand so fast. Uh, so so because of his help with yeah. Operation Fortitude, Great Britain honored him with the most excellent order of the British Empire, which is their largest, like their highest uh, 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 honor uh, yeah. that they can give. And so he's got he's got an Iron Cross. And, uh, and at home, he stands. He did a whole his own, own ceremony in his living room with all his twenty seven of his dolls. <laughs> and he's just sitting in his living room, and he's like, "Fellas, it's been a long year. We've gone from honor to dishonor to German honor, and now British honor." I can't. Begin to describe the uh, the immense weight that's been lifted from my shoulders, and with our money that we got from all of you, I can't wait to start this this pizza business <laughs> in Springfield, Missouri. I found a great place. It's on Route sixty six. <laughs> We're, 
tell us we're going to live the American dream? You'll be my agents. We're going to do it. <laughs> we did it. Can you zoom in and show the actual tears I have? I worked really hard on this. I worked really hard to cry. You're <laughs> <laughs> like spreading your eyes open. I'm trying to get the light to catch it, you know? <laughs> Look at the tears. <laughs> That's pretty wild, dude. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, so after the war, um, he is like, okay, um, we're staying here uh, and we're going into hiding because... Because there's people after the us. Nazis. Like after World War II ended, it was very much like a, like you know the end of a Marvel movie when you watch the credits and you're like, oh something's gonna happen again. Right. You're like, it's not over. Uh, that was that was World War II. Everyone was like, I mean, the like Nazis where the are enemy's just, fist comes out of the ashes and yeah yeah. yeah. And you're like yeah, you're yeah. like the Nazis are still they're still here. They know who did it at this point. They're like, yeah. oh man. Yeah. And they we know, got garboed. <laughs> and they know they know most of them are still alive. Um, right. And so people are still very afraid of the Nazis. And so Juan is like, I can't let them know. Um, like uh, they still think like he was one of their agents. He's like, he's like, I can't let anything happen that makes them think I'm not because they'll come kill me. Mm-hmm. So he wants to stay in hiding. Um, meanwhile, his wife, he had a wife this whole time. Oh, and a couple kids. <laughs> oh, well, I, they weren't involved with the 27. Dumb, dang. Okay. <laughs> Do you need to restart? Yeah. <laughs> So it cuts to Juan in his house with his wife and a couple kids. Like, Dad, this is freaking weird. Yeah, dude. Like, so basically, go back and rewatch the whole sequence I just did with the tears and everything, and then add in like a family over the side with like a teenager who's just like texting, telegraphing. Who's like over there just telegraphing, and she just looks up and she's like, you know, Ugh, my dad is so lame. And then the wife is just like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> And she's like, put, put the put the telegraph down. Your dad's doing something important. She's, she's like, let's th- let's send the kids back down to the butt bunker with the with the with the dummies. And, and this is this is a deep cut joke. Oh gosh! So if you know Morse code, maybe you'll laugh at this. Oh my gosh! What? Don't translate it. <laughs> I won't, I won't. <laughs> so that's for any of you out there who no, know. No, shut code. up. What did you type? <laughs> no, I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. If you know Morse code, you get it. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't, I mean, you don't. <laughs> you should have learned it. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. This is just. This is just MorseTranslator.com. What is it? Google Translate? <laughs> you can hit like you can hit English to Morse code. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. So so here's what happens though. Uh, after the war, he goes into hiding, and his wife has like a like a, a breakdown. She's like, "I miss home. I want to go oh, home. I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. I don't have any friends. I don't speak the language here. I need to go home." Yeah. And he's like. He goes to the MI now six and he's like, fake my death. And so what is that what, how does the, it, we should do an episode on that because I don't understand how that works. MI six? Yeah, I don't know. It's their the sequel or the sixth school. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he goes to them and he's like, he's like, Hey, I died of malaria in Egypt. And, and they were like, like okay. oh, we're really rough to hear that from you. <laughs> <laughs> we're so sorry for your loss. <laughs> 
And so he he fakes his death, leaves his family so they can move back to Portugal, and he moves to Caracas, Venezuela. Oh, he just leaves his family. Yeah, because he's like he's like. He's so like, she's got- having this episode, and she's threatening to expose him. She's like, she's like, I'm gonna tell everyone unless you oh, move yikes. me and the family back to Portugal. That sucks. And so he does what he does best: lie uh, and fakes his death, moves to Caracas, Venezuela. And guess what he did in Venezuela? I became president. <laughs> Gosh, Easy. I wish. Easy. Became president I of Venezuela. Wish. What no. did he do? He opened a bookstore uh, <laughs> and finished, remarried, had a couple more kids, lived a normal life as a bookstore manager. Uh, and then, like in the 80s, somebody tracked him down uh, and brought him back and like brought him back to meet his family, re meet his family. And then a few years later, he died. But the we, whole we time. We think. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we think. We think. But yeah, for like 40 years, everybody thought he was dead. That's crazy. His family thought he died in Egypt of malaria. Wait, he lied to his wife and kids? Yeah, because because they were she was like she was in this episode and she's like I'm gonna reveal you. Oh, and he's like he's like the Nazis will kill us if you do that. And then she's like she's like I can't stay here anymore. And oh. so she was gonna blow the cover. So, so he, he faked his death to his own family. Yeah, I thought he was like hey, well, honey, and everybody. Here's the thing. I'm gonna go fake my death, except for his handler at at MI six. MI six. Yeah, yeah. The, that guy was the only guy who knew he faked his death. Wow. And then and then he killed him. <laughs> so yeah so he moves he moves to caracas that's wild opens up a bookstore and people thought he was dead for about that's thir- 30 years a... 30 years wow yeah that's a big deal and then he reunited with his family and it was like nothing ever happened they're like oh yeah you pretended you died and but like, yeah up? we kept your dummies all these years <laughs> <laughs> all 27 of them well we had 26 of them one of them popped <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's Garbo. That's wild. Garbo. Well, you know what I have to say Garbo. to that. Hold on. Oh, you need the. <laughs> yeah, give me a second here. I gotta look up. Uh... It should it should be in my history. Just more. Yeah. 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 yeah there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got it. Your laptop is so old. I'm, you're not wrong. This is 2012. I'm waiting. I know. I got. I got something different. I got. I got something different to type here. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Here we go. This is uh, Morse code. What? Is the volume on? I don't know. Is the volume on? Terry locked the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's that wasn't Morse code. Terry. <laughs> Lock the front door. <laughs> the Modia is coming. The Modia. <laughs> Lock the door. Google Translate doing a better impression of your dad than me. <laughs> the Modia. All right, here's here's the actual Morse code. <laughs> 